Warning, the following podcast has learnt its message. There will be no background jazz, but there will be something else. That's right, we've got stripping music on this week's episode. I hope you enjoy this week's episode of Shaken Not Nerd. Welcome to Shake Not Nerd, the weekly podcast where we talk about movies, pop culture, some comics, and basically everything in between. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. I'm your host, Ollie, back for another week. And with me for episode number 195 is Duty Duty Dutrum. How are you, good sir? I'm good. I've created a playlist for background music just for those six people who said it was awful. So you know what? Fuck you. Go fuck. Go fuck yourself. Uh, no, I won't be playing it throughout. I'll just be playing it to annoy you intermittently through the episode. <laughs> <laughs> when you least expect it. Yeah. I'm not a petty man. <laughs> I'm not a petty man. I just like to tell you to go fuck yourself. <laughs> so here's some, some sad people. piano. Sad piano. Remember when Duty got told? Nobody. Hey, you tricked me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Duty's the yeah, having the time of his life. No, it's not the cat. Clearly. Yeah, I'm having. I'm, I'm, uh, oh, I don't have that song on the tail. I can search it at Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how's your week been, Judy? Uh, been pretty busy. Been pretty busy. Um, making videos left, right, and centre. Um, sitting in my new chair. Um, Which videos? Uh, I just did Devil May Cry Five Special Edition, and I think by the time this episode drops, Mortal Kombat Eleven Ultimate should be out. Ooh. Mm. And my new wow. monitor arrived this week as well, which has been a breeze for editing. This is not a monitor; mm. it's a fucking TV. We've been over It's this. yeah, it's a billboard. In, in <laughs> it's your not a room. billboard. It's way it's too a, big. It's an electronic billboard. What size? <laughs> <laughs> what size is it? Thirty-two inch. How many hertz? Uh, I don't know. I didn't check. Oh, not that in check. About, I, about I, John's worth. <laughs> I don't <laughs> a fuck. <laughs> uh, I'll find out for you now. I've got the internet open. Move on to someone else, Ali. <laughs> while you're doing that, yeah, while you're doing that, Tom's here too. Hello. How are you, sir? Happy to be here. Now I've just got riding my pony in my head, and that's going to be in my head all podcast. Mm-hmm. Welcome Mix. to my life. <laughs> Yeah. Turn this music mm. plays. I need to take my shirt off. <laughs> it's required. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. Yeah. Uh, another busy week. <laughs> Mainly, <laughs> what, what is going on over there? Halt! Stop it! Halt! Oh my god! <laughs> I, I I went to type in my password for Amazon and realised I've hotkeyed the soundboard to everything. <laughs> I can't type in my password. <laughs> Oh no, no, but busy, busy working week, but uh, yesterday, for Saturday, uh, worked on a little side project that teased in the Shaker Not Nerd community with, uh, with Siobhan and on, um, and yeah, mm-hmm. that's uh, done and in an editing phase and should actually be ready to go, maybe by today. We'll see if I have the time to edit it today. Wow. Maybe not today, maybe yes. not tomorrow, but someday. Later that day. Correct. Later that day. <laughs> How much are you willing uh, to tell awesome. our listeners about this? Mm. Um, I think I told too much about it when I actually said things about it like a month yeah. and a half ago. So if you want to know the context on it, just go, go back and go find back that episode. To that one. <laughs> <laughs> it says refresh rate 60, so I assume it's 60 hertz. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Cool. 60 hertz, 4K. Nice. 
Chris. That's pretty good. Chris. Mm. Chris. What? What brand? LG. Because life's good. LG. Nice. We're good. Is it? Life's okay. Right. Now. Did you see the big Speaking news of- this week that apparently the the W and Big W stands for Woolworths? What? Yeah. I, I thought it was Win. It's Big Woolworths. I always knew that. Yeah, because well, he worked for Wal- fucking for- work at Big W, Tom. <laughs> I mean, I knew it was part what of What does Holden stand for? <laughs> Shit car? <laughs> I thought that was just logical. It's owned oh, by Woolworths and um, it's Big W, Big Woolworths. I mean, I knew it was part of the Woolworths chain, but Big Woolworths doesn't make any sense. Like it's not big, a bigger Woolworths, is it? Yeah, does Big W sell fruit? <laughs> <laughs> no, it sells everything else but fruit. They sell fake fruit. It's, uh, it sells Apple products. Yeah. 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 Alright, you got me there. I, I you got me. I, I have I have a habit of like you know how like people call like talk about big pharma and like big dairy. It's like the oh, yeah. dairy industry. Big, big red Woolworths sounds like just wool, the Woolworths industry. You know, like <laughs> the big the wool corporate. industry. Yeah, the corporate big, wool. There's industry. no wool in Woolworths at all. What are, what are you doing? Getting into big Woolworths. <laughs> big Woolworths. Big Woolworths. Uh, speaking of big Woolworths, Ian is here as well. Hi. Oh, no, I don't oh, have that. Oh, I might have that sound somewhere on the soundboard. Oh, it's going to take you to. Yeah, you just keep talking. I'll find it. Just, just type in your password and we'll... Uh, yeah, we'll, whatever pops up. <laughs> we'll just go with it. <laughs> uh, sorry, guys. Uh, oh, now type in the second character of your password. Yeah. Uh, we'll slowly there's get nothing. There, and we'll slowly, slowly get there. We'll make our way through the soundboard. <laughs> well, it's... it's, it's, it's uh, 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 no, no, one. <laughs> no, no. Forget it. Okay, Come cease and desist. He took it literally. This 195th episode and we're figuring out a soundboard. <laughs> um, I've also been fairly busy working on another secret project, much like Tom, so... There's not a lot I can say about it at this point in time. He's signed under embargoes. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's a very secret project that only me myself and irene know about so is it is it cold soup too <gasps> no <gasps> oh. <laughs> sorry to let down both my fans god damn it <laughs> damn it's me words. and the other account that i made <laughs> the other ollie too shaking on a coffee machine <laughs> <laughs> what about you still ollie going strong. still going strong um i have had a busy week it was my birthday through the week Happy birthday! And so I came back to Melbourne from living in Port Fair for so goddamn long. I noticed all the plants in the background. I'm like, those plants weren't there yeah. before. Yeah, no, they're 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 back at home. Um, they're doing well. I would ask them how they're doing with their plants. They did Did you stop. take them with you, or like, did you yeah. arrive and you're like, hey, you're still alive? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> we took them, we took them with us. All oh, right. So a couple of them are new, but there's one big fern that my mum gave me, and it's like my pride and joy. It's so nice, and it's growing so no one cares about this no one cares. are you still talking about a plant or is big fern a nickname for something else i love a fern oh my god well it's a great great. i'm a fan of the fern i'm a fern fan (laughs) fern believer fern believer growth at the moment and i just put all the pollen that it's that's growing in the air and it's making me want to sneeze but let's leave that it's got the covid had a birthday stream went really well and i'm back home now so it was a good stream. Lovely, welcome Busy back. Damn week, thanks, me. I watched some Overwatch and then you went on to Warzone when I checked in later mm. on, and it was mm-hmm. still going. Yeah, I played Overwatch because like it was like a community goal, like contribute this amount of like channel points, and I'll suffer through my competitive placements. But no one plays it on on PlayStation anymore, so I actually yeah, couldn't play my competitive matches. It's gone to a bit shit. 
it's, I a, think it's a PC game. As, as soon as they brought in that new thing where you can't just like pick you can't change characters. class. Yeah, you have to stay oh. class. It fucked it. It's fucking stupid. They're, they've they've rolled it back, so now they actually have both. Uh. So there's two competitive uh. slides. Yeah, but still, there's. Good, it's, I yeah. think that was the last time I played. I was running around as Mercy. And I'm like, um, the guy playing as fucking McCree doesn't know what he's doing. Can I fucking kick mm. the cunt so I can play as him because he's awful? And it's like, no, you can't change out of your healer class. I'm like, cool, all right. Well, I'm not going to heal yeah. anyone. So the okay. trick is, you just stay as Hanzo all the time. <laughs> You're surprisingly good Hanzo. as Hanzo. I love Hanzo. Hanzo. Da Hanzo. <laughs> da Hanzo. All right. We should go to the news, right? Right. 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 News. News! You bloody well, right? Up in the sky! Look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's, it's a top ten news countdown! I love hearing the keys. <laughs> Number ten piece of news. Scream 5 has finished filming and we're expecting to get the uh, next one in about a year and two months. And it has followed the trend of a lot of horror movies at the moment where Scream 5 will be simply titled Scream. Not to confuse it with the first one, which was also called Scream. Was it? Didn't they have another one that was just called Scream? Maybe. Uh, there was, a, there was the MTV TV series that's on Netflix. Uh, yeah. It was bad. <laughs> Well, when it's but, produced by MTV, it's probably going to be bad. Yeah, true. The only good thing that's got MTV involved in it is Dire Straits Money for Nothing. Isn't that right, folks? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that will be coming in a year and a half. And of course, Courtney Cox will be returning into <laughs> the <laughs> franchise. Maybe I should watch these because I've Courtney. only watched the original one. Don't watch and three. I like Don't the watch three. One. The original one's good. The original yeah. one's good. The sequel's okay. Three is awful. Really? Four's okay. I have never seen a Scream movie. The first one's good. You should watch the first one. The first, it's first one is good. Yeah. Even if, if watch... it's just for understanding Scary Movie 1. <laughs> I would rather what? watch just like, the Scary wait. Movie. There's more. Right. Right. I'm putting you on a 10-minute timeout. I'm not... <laughs> no, because that's from fucking Scream, bitch. <laughs> well, it's from Scary Movie, but it's yeah, still it's Scream. Scary movie. It's the same line. <laughs> it's the same movie. Number nine. The number nine piece of news we have the trailer for We Can Be Heroes, the return of Shark Boy and Lover Girl. Since you uh, see my ah, ah, wrong one. Uh, I'm sorry. You literally have on there that you have ah, Shark Boy. Is that what no, that was, old, no, that was the old that was the old I got rid of it. Okay. Uh, yeah, so uh as Ian asked when we were watching this trailer before, who who, who asked for this? Yeah, who who is begging to see this? Um, and isn't like the no audience one. for this our age? In which case, they're too old for it now. I thought we were a little what? bit older. What? Yeah, I think I think we were older too because I missed this. I never saw any of them at the movies, but it was like when 3D was becoming a thing. It was right? after it was like yeah, first... after Spy Kids three. That's yeah. it. Yeah, it was some and other then it production came out after that, and we were probably prime age for Spy Kids. I'm guessing. And Antonio Banderas, uh, and I'm just going off the age of Ta- Taylor Lautner was old enough to be a kid in it. You mean he was young enough to be a kid? <laughs> young enough to be a kid in it, but then he was old enough to be in Twilight when we were. So he's about our age. I'm assuming. That's what, that's we what I'm thinking. Right I think he's younger than us. 
Is he? Uh, I'm going to use my phone to check because I don't want the soundboard to go off. Uh, so it was 2005 was the original film. How did he look so yeah. much older than us when he was in Twilight? Like, Oh, no, he's, oh, no. he's exact he same age. Yeah, he's our yeah. age. He's at you. 92. So, like, again, who is this movie made for? Because we're too old to see this because it looks like a shitty kids movie, not even a good kids movie. That it's for kids. Yeah, but yeah. the kids have it's, no context for this. I doubt my son or daughter is but that they stupid. they can. <laughs> That's how they do it. They get their backlog sold. All those straight-to-DVD Sharkboy love girls. <laughs> but that wasn't straight-to-DVD. That, that. that was a 3D movie. Yeah, but it wasn't yeah, good. It, it should have been straight-to-DVD. Probably. You know, unfortunately, it probably made... It probably, it probably made, made money. money. Yeah, and, this, and Pedro Pascal is in this. Ugh, and why? we can see his face. This isn't the way. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Oh, my oh, God. Apparently, Shark un- Boy. No, you Sharkboy and Lava Girl has 19% on Rotten Tomatoes and 3.6 on IMDb. Like, yeah, it's got a sequel. <laughs> Quality. Yuck. No, wait, so, I, I, sorry, Tom. No, I was going to say that, that it, um, so it earned 13 Nine million dollars in the United States and sixty-nine point four million off a fifty million dollar budget. Why is this a still a thing? Yeah, I, I thought they were brother and sister, and it's like they have a kid together. Weren't they? Yeah. I thought they were brother and sister. I didn't think they were brother and sister. So maybe you're a pedophile. <laughs> I'm trying to find a sound. The logic is sound. <laughs> You did not even sugarcoat that accusation. <laughs> oh, treacherous, underhanded sneak attack. I like you, Pussycat. Yes. So it looks like Netflix, I think, picked the rights up. So they've got money to put into crap. <laughs> Netflix so, definitely yeah, has money to put into crap. <laughs> I guess, you know, I when does this come out, though? Is it shortly? New Year's Day. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's when it'll when, be next year though. New Year's Day, yeah, yeah, New yeah. Day. So it's when all the kids are on school holidays still at the start mm. of the year. So that's why they're doing it. They're just gonna pump out something that they've probably made super cheap, mm-hmm. that they think there might be some audience there for. Probably thinking like we are old enough to have kids now that we can force our kids to watch it. Well, I ain't gonna force any kids to watch. Yeah, it. Yeah, I ain't gonna force anyone to watch it at all. But yeah, no. n- knowing Netflix, when they actually make stuff like this, if they put a decent amount of money with it, they just put it on the banner of everything and oh, it just yeah, get yeah. shoved down your throat. Like so, Auntie Donna. Every, every time Auntie I turn, Donna. Every time I turn Netflix on, it's just boom. It's like that's that's the ad that comes on my TV when I turn my TV on. Yeah. Like no, I want to see Ross in a uh, Frankie says relax shirt stretched over his nipples. <laughs> That's a, that's a nice little Friends reference for anyone who doesn't know. Yeah. Can we pivot away from that story now? Ha <laughs> ha. Pivot. Number eight. Number eight. I'm going to skip to the end. Eight. Number eight. I heard someone go, it's too long on the listening community. <laughs> yeah. No one say we don't listen for feedback. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> We listen, but we're not happy about it. <laughs> we, we listen and we call you cats. <laughs> it's a love-hate-hate relationship. So the number eight piece of news, we have the next trailer, which is the Chaos Walking trailer, which, of course, stars Tom Holland and Daisy Ridley. Um, so from this trailer, I pretty much take away that uh, Daisy Ridley is the only girl that they've seen in a while, and people have mm. mind powers. It's fitting, because... Probably is the first girl that most of those really greasy Star Wars nerds have seen in a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, it's just, and it's the same girl. 
And of course, as, as we were saying before, that this film has been in production for quite some time. Yes. This is the first time I'm hearing about it. It was in production hell for a yeah, while. That's why I think they still look like they did at the start of their kickoff careers. Uh, like, start yeah. of Spider-Man and start of probably just after Force Awakens or something like that. Mm. I think it's started. I think it's been in production hell for a while, like a couple of years. If it's in production hell, just don't fucking finish it. Well, apparently they had to restart it and everything, but they'd put too much money into it, so they had to put more money into it, one of those situations. Oh, it's Ooh. like the East, East-West Link. Lionsgate, <laughs> Lionsgate originally <laughs> got... <laughs> wow. Lionsgate originally got distribution rights in 2011. Yeah, that's wow. a long time ago. Oh, oh no. Or maybe that's a different film. There is a 2011 Chaos Walking. Oh, no, that's this one. <laughs> no, that's the same Right, okay. But they probably didn't start filming in 2011. They would have started maybe... I remember seeing screenshots of this probably two years ago. Yeah, I think it's been at least two years. Yeah. So much so well, that I forgot this was happening. <coughs> yes, if it's any, any indication of how well a movie can do when it's been in production hell for so long... All you have to do is go back to episodes and listen to um, our New Mutants review. <laughs> yes. Another film in production hell. Totally That's, worth uh, it. Mm. Just mm. let them die. <laughs> I dodged on, a bullet on that. Yeah, uh, on the topic of New Mutants, I saw a headline through the week. It was like, New Mutants, an underwhelming end to Fox's X-Men <laughs> rights. I'm like... That's the underwhelming end? Yeah. It's been underwhelming for like four movies now. Yeah, it's yeah. been a while. Remember Apocalypse? Remember that? Remember? Remember that? No, you have seen that film? I, no. I saw that movie in the cinemas three times. What? Why? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> had nothing some, else to I was do. probably escaping the heat. <laughs> yeah, probably. But I mean, I mean, they had Deadpool. They had Deadpool 2. You know, those movies did well. Uh, that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably the last good thing that they've, they've, they've done. Speaking of Hamza. Number seven, Disney is continuing to bleed money. Amid the coronavirus, it saw operating income drop 45% for the year to just, and I, and I love the fact that this is just $8.1 billion. <laughs> Is that all? <laughs> um, and fall a whopping 82% for the fourth quarter to just $600 million. Well, comparatively, for those percentages, that is a lot of money. Probably their saving grace at the moment, which I'm actually quite confused about, is Disney Plus is still actually tracking fairly well for them. Yeah, but it is like 90% The Mandalorian. And I think then, they've even released yeah. a statistic that is The Mandalorian is the only thing that people are watching. What about Mulan? Mulan. Mulan. Mullen. Mullen. How, how much of that do you think is just people forgetting that they're subscribed around this, that $10 or $7 a month or whatever it oh, is shit. comes out? Just, <laughs> Tom, Tom, not again, no. I, I, I signed up to Disney Plus when Mandalorian <laughs> came out this time last year and I've deliberately kept it because I'm like, it's a Simpsons machine. It's fantastic. Yeah, I don't need to pay for a Simpsons machine. I can't be fucking up and putting a disc in. We know I'm a lazy cunt. So <laughs> it's just like, oh, I'll, just, I'll throw Simpsons on while I'm editing, while I'm fucking doing whatever. I've got Simpsons on. But is it worth... How much does it cost a month? Eight dollars, nine dollars a month, isn't it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely worth that. Seeing as I go to JB and buy the seasons. Man, that's a coffee and a half. Yeah. Oh fuck! <laughs> I have all the streaming services except Shudder. Don't get Shudder. I'm contemplating it. Do you have Don't Hulu? Don't get binge. Hulu's Don't, not available here. Do you have binge? 
Oh, no, fuck Binge, no. That's just KO? Still. I thought you cancelled I got KO. KO. I only use KO for Formula 1, though. And my father-in-law have... used it for the horse racing and the golf. <laughs> do you have... Pornhub Premium? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, do you have that? <laughs> if I you got... have that, I need your login. <laughs> yeah, a second account that says scum. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like knowing that there's single sexy mums in my area. <laughs> Number six. Number six piece of news, we have our final trailer of the day. We have the Tom and Jerry trailer, which, of course, has Tom and Jerry in the real world and Jesus. looks... Yes, yes, Ollie, continue that thought. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. <laughs> it's uh, Who's the, the actor from Little Miss Sunshine who's in this? Chloe Grace Moretz. She's the new Brendan Fraser. <laughs> I mean... Remember Looney Tunes back wrong. in action? You're not wrong. Remember Rocky and Bullwinkle? <laughs> yeah, that was Hilary Swank. <laughs> Remember Space Jam? <laughs> yeah, Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd. I'm pretty sure Robert De Niro was in Rocky and Bullwinkle as well. Yeah. Uh, yes, he was. He was the, the lead. He was one of the bad guys, uh, yeah. You confused me and I had to check that. that. That's not the girl from Little Miss Sunshine. It is. No, it's not. I want to make a bet? No, that's Abigail Breslin. Yeah. Isn't that Abigail Breslin in this film? No. No, this is, this is the one from I Kick-Ass. Grace Moretz. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is... Kick-ass girl. Oh, well, she's still Brendan Fraser. And that's it. It's good to have uh, <laughs> to have Ollie or Fuzzy, the people who actually know the people's mm. names. Yes. Uh, that Remember that actress from... Uh, yeah, um, that film. Mm. Ever seen that film? Ever seen that film? And Michael Pena was in it uh, as well. Michael Pena is the new Steve Martin. Can he just die already? I'm that's a, that's just a good don't thing. find him entertaining at all. He's only entertaining in Man-Man. Man. I, I don't even think he's that entertaining. You wish him dead. Yeah, I wish him dead. I'm not a petty man, but fuck that guy for not entertaining me. I haven't laughed for five minutes. Kill him. Kill him now. Kill him now. Just stop. That's a a line off a film. Kill him. him. Uh, Star Wars Episode 3. Thank you. (laughs) No problem. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to help you out. You're damn right. It's like that video. Have you guys seen that video of the guy who's like an athlete and he's doing this college interview on like college TV and he's like, oh, yeah, no, it was good. And he sneezes. He's like, and he goes, oh, bless you. Oh, thank you. All to himself. (laughs) Blesses himself and thanks himself. Gives himself a high five, pats himself on the ass. Uh, Walks off into the sunset holding his own hand. I have seen Mrs. Doody do that. She'll sneeze and she'll just go, bless you. And I'm like, what the fuck? You say, excuse me. (laughs) That's my fa- my favorite one is just when people like burp or fart to just go bless you because <laughs> you get a weird reaction. <laughs> what was that? I do that when people cough and they're like, "It was a cough." I'm like, "I know." I say Robitussin. Robitussin. Fucking uh. hell. Yuck. Number five. Number five piece of news, a little bit of a sad one, but um, Michael J. Fox is now planning his second retirement due to his declining health. Uh, In his recent memoirs, he touched on his health concerns that are causing him to plan for it. Michael J. Fox was originally told he would only have 10 years of acting from his diagnosis and has managed to muster 30. He's done pretty amazing. Well, getting Emmys along the way. And just must say, great actor and a great job. I can't mm. believe how well he's continued on because Parkinson's is crazy. Um, and mm. it can just come out of nowhere, which it obviously did. 
and take off so much. So it's amazing that he's actually been able to work for 30 years past mm-hmm. that point. Insane. Insane. That's all I have to say. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. 100%. He, he, he's done really well. And I remember, like, not saying him in anything for a while. And then I saw him in Scrubs and I was just like, oh, he yeah. did really well in that. That's Marty McFly. But I think that's the, that's the thing. Like, obviously, Parkinson's super bad to have as well. But I think the, the, the health concerns and stuff are probably more about his actual um, ability to memorize stuff. Because yeah. I think he's, he, his memory's sort of <clears throat> gone in a way that, like, reading and memorizing scripts is just not something he can do anymore, yeah. um, which is a shame. But no, good, good on him and, like, mad props. At least he knows mad. when, yeah, when he can't do it anymore. There are stories of... There are actors, actors who just, who keep, just keep, going. keep going, yeah, and then they they start ruining films because they have to cut all the time because they have to feed the actor the line and then shoot that one line, then cut, then feed the actor the next line. And we're talking about old actors who have similar problems with memory and things. It's just like knowing when to stop. I think is a good thing, so you're not harboring, you know, hemorrhaging mm. other people's livelihoods as well. Mm. Right along. After what will be an 11-year run, The Conan Show will be coming to an end. Conan will be moving on to HBO Max with a weekly variety show, but will continue Conan Without Borders on TBS. Oh, cool. So he is still doing something. That barbarian. I was going to say, he's he's probably done well well enough with his his productions that... uh, it seems like once uh, a TV show that he has to do once a week at a TV show where they literally send him around the world uh, seems yeah. like pretty appealing. Pretty good, it's yeah. Kind of living the life, and he's, he's doing his podcast weekly as well. Was he? Oh yeah, he does a yeah. podcast. It's pretty. It's pretty good. I listen to every now and then when like there's a guest on that I really like. I was supposed to go to one of his shows so when we were in LA. Well, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was fucking pissed. And then COVID happened. He, he's probably my favorite of. The night the talk show yeah. hosts. Colbert's pretty good. His is like in house because we went to his in house thing in New, in New York. That was fantastic. Um, but when you go to a code and show, and it's like, oh, you know, they like they sign your name off and they put you in this essentially like a cow fucking playpen sort of thing. Like, let's keep the audience caged around the wall. But you walk through Conan's mouth and it's like a fake jail that you're <laughs> waiting in. It's pretty fucking cool. That's pretty good. Mm. I mean, he's had <clears> such a weird career as well where his show has been cancelled. I think twice, twice it was cancelled on him and everything. Um, well, I, and he just kept coming back. I didn't realise when he was at CBS because he was doing one. He was doing one show at CBS and then he was meant to be moved to take over from um, Jay Leno. Mm. And that's what when he moved into Jay Leno, they decided to then move that uh, that show later, and then he decided to leave. Like, and yeah. that's what cancelled the show, not not the other way around, which I thought was the other way around, and that's why he went. To, I think it to was TBS. Yeah, I think he decided to leave, but I think there was pressure there. Mm. Well, well, they. I guess that's the thing. They if they want to force someone out, or they want to sort of cancel a show without canceling a show, they just yeah. move it to a time slot where they where know that people won't watch. Exactly it. where they're going to well, get. Who replaced uh, Jimmy Kimmel? Replaced Leno, didn't he? Because Jimmy mm, Fallon replaced sure. uh, David Letterman. Yeah, I think so. Mm. I think it I was Conan know. originally was, mm. was Leno, but I don't know. I, I don't know. But I think it's yeah, like yeah. That's, it's amazing the resilience that he's had in his career because all that crap that's happened to him he got fucked around quite a bit 
Um, but to be able to stay with it for that long, particularly when he started quite young as well, I think, because I think he came basically off The Simpsons. Yeah, he and did, he was yeah. pretty young when he first started. To have that resilience to keep going is... And he's, he's constantly entertaining. I don't really think he's had any love. I don't think moments. he's really had much of a dip in quality. Either. He's not Rove McManus. Yeah. Like, when you compare yeah. it as well to Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel was uh, okay to watch. start with, and he went downhill pretty bad now, I think. People still prefer, like, people are like, oh, Kimmel's better than Fallon. I'm like, yeah, you're measuring shit to shit, man. Like, yeah. you don't do it that way. Yeah, there's definitely a pecking order there, and Fallon's at the bottom. <laughs> yes. 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 I can't remember what number I was up to. James Corden. Four. I got up in the morning. Four? I just did four. <laughs> Not that one. I got up in the morning, <laughs> made myself a piece of toast. I sent the toaster to... Number three. Medium brown. Tom looks confused. I am confused because I feel like you had already played the number four one, but we're... Oh, wait, no, we are at the number three. Never mind, I was reading <laughs> that wrong. Never mind, on me, on me, ignore me. <laughs> Lay me up. <laughs> oh, damn, I need that music. <laughs> All right. So the number three piece of news, 20th Century Studios, well, mm. used to saying Fox there, has engaged 10 Cloverfield Lane director, Dan Trachtenberg, uh, Trachtenberg, uh. <laughs> to direct the fifth installment in the Predator series. The script is being written by Prat- Patrick Ason, who produced and wrote... Oh, no, who has production and writing credits included in the series Kingdom, Jack Ryan, and Trendstone. Another Predator. Predator, Predator. What's predator, he going to catch next? Predator, Predator. AIDS. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, was, I was, like, I saw Epic Film Guys post this up, and I just went, oh, this is going to fucking suck. And they're like, no, nah, the Predator was really good. I'm like, no, it wasn't. It was an awful film. Not everything. Oh, it's, it's yeah, fucking bad. Very it was, bad. It was not good. It was bad, and you should feel bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. I just, I mean, I. If he's going to catch COVID. That's what he's going to catch. Catch COVID. He's going to catch COVID. We went after autism last time, and before that, uh, Donald Glover. <laughs> no, the one before that was uh, Danny Glover. No, <laughs> um, Tom's mate, Venom oh. Boy. Ah, oh, Adrian Brody. No, Venom Boy, who was also in Tom that. Hardy. Tom Hardy. Not Tom Hardy, the other Venom. <laughs> great. So Tom great. Holland. <laughs> he goes on a cruise. Oh, Katie Holmes. <laughs> He's married to it, Dawson's Creek. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah, it's going to be bad. Alien yeah. and Predator should be left alone. Although he has writing credits for Jack Ryan, which I don't mind the writing for that and um, production. Was, was it Jack Ryan, the Amazon series, or was it Jack Ryan, the... Oh, uh, good point. The Tom, the Tom Cruise good point. Movie. I hope it's the Amazon series. Yeah, but we'll never know. Yes, the we'll first. It's not. <laughs> it's not in the Google Docs. So we'll never know. <laughs> we'll never know. This is as much information as anybody has. I honestly think they need to really just sort of do an actual reboot. Um, not actually tell the original story, but go back to the roots of the first movie, where it's a whole bunch of fucking roided up guys. Mm. Um, being picked off and you know you've got so many good picks at the moment Terry Crews you've got Terry Crews you've got The Rock you've got Batista you've got others Topher Grace Topher Grace Tom Holland Holland. (laughs) Daisy Ridley (laughs) Nads Mikkelsen (laughs) production credits on the TV series okay that's good I have a little bit more faith in it but not much I have no faith in it yeah 
Well. No faith. No faith. I think Alien and Predator are both dead. Yeah, pretty much. Just leave them alone. Like, yeah. We, we don't need more yet. Let someone Wait, touch the series. Tw- yeah, like 20 years afterwards. Who has yeah. nostalgia and love for the series, not I have writing credits. Yes. <laughs> not. I write TV show before. Give me a movie. <laughs> I okay. Mean, yeah. It seems a bit right. Let me write Predator. What would you, what would you do as a story it. for Predator, Tom? Well, don't put me on the spot. I'm not <laughs> going to be able to tell you now. I would. Elevator pitch. Go. Go. Yeah. Go. Uh, Predator, I hate it. <laughs> Predator arrives on Earth. Yeah. He runs into R2-D2. Joint universe. Star Wars. Predator. Go. We're doing line uh, by line. Ian, you're next. I have an elevator pitch. <laughs> elevator pitch. Going. The Predator gets a nine to five. <laughs> I mean, I think Tom and I wrote better stories. <laughs> and, it's, and, that, that, it's a, and it's a HR problem. He's a predator. <laughs> predator looks down and rubs his snipple sensually. It's a Weinstein doco. Oh. oh. No more elevator pitches from you. No more things going up from you. <laughs> I'd, say, I'd, I'd want to see, like, uh. a predator, like, because it goes to, like, hot climates before it started taking fucking diseases and stuff like that. But, like, let's... What about, like, we've seen... We did have this idea, yeah. We did. Go on, you do it. No, go no, on. No, no, go on. Go on. No, no, go on. I said go on. Judy and I originally had the idea that it would, because it's a hot climate, that it would be set uh, in, like, Iraq during that kind of a war period. Um, and then you've also got the ability to, again, have an army that is a small battalion getting mm. picked off much like the original movie and then you could bring in people like Schwarzenegger back you can bring in all those actors Donald that we Glover. mentioned before not Donald Glover anyone but Donald Glover <laughs> Bruce Willis <laughs> Bruce Willis no. Adrian Brody Yuck. and his nose all the bulked up people in Hollywood <laughs> he demands separate acting credits <laughs> yeah like Jeff Bridges Hemsworth beard. Chris Hemsworth you Chris do a Hemsworth, Hemsworth. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah Hemsworth Terry Crews Vin uh, not Vin Diesel The Rock The Rock Batista, Batista. There are others I'm not thinking of. But, like, this is the new wave. GSP. New wave big actors, you know? Not necessarily (laughs) the old. (laughs) Yeah. And and you'd have the cool thing of seeing, like, you know, the the footprints in the sand and stuff like that, but not actually seeing anyone. I I don't know why. heat waves blending in with the invisibleness coming off the sand. See? I want to see see the predator Mm. on a camel. Um, on a camel, camel. That's true. and, and mm-hmm. as they're walking through the desert, that's the point where C three PO and R two D two walk down yes. the mountain. Hello, over <laughs> here. Hello. Plot twist: C three PO is the sexual predator. <laughs> <laughs> He's fluid, nervous. Saw it coming from a mile away. Three million different dialects of pickup lines. <laughs> <laughs> oh, R two. Number two. Number two piece of news, we have Wonder Woman 1984. Warner Brothers announced on Wednesday that this film will be getting a HBO Max release on the 25th of December alongside a cinematic release. So they have pretty much given up on a lot of the theatre release and they're just going to release it simultaneously and only release it in theatres that are actually open. So we Uh, theoretically might get a cinematic release here. We should. I would say that we should. Yeah. Mm. I, I mean, I, I, I'm sort of over it. Same thing with Black Widow. But I'm going to go see it because say it's it. a new well, because movie we have coming to. out. Yeah, I guess. I mean, we've got literally nothing else to see left now. It, it was good getting back into the cinema last Sunday, sitting there with mm. my big Coke and my big popcorn and my chuck top. I enjoyed the cinema. Mm. 
experience. Ah, uh, yes, because you guys went and saw the same movie, but not at the same time. Yes. I was meant to go see it last night. I was going to go Pretty see Freaky. Did, did you see it? No, not yet. Why didn't you see it, Ollie? Uh, my cousin was booking tickets and he is not known for forward planning and he didn't realise that you can only have 20 people in a cinema. So he's like, oh, all the tickets are booked. I'm like, yeah, of no course shit. they are. <laughs> a, it's Saturday. B, it's maximum of 20 people in a cinema. He's like, oh, I didn't know about that. I'm like, yeah. I was quite amazed End by the story. I was quite <laughs> amazed by the fact that I was able to book for a cinema quarter past four on a Sunday at about two o'clock on the Saturday. For five people. We could get five people in at that time, which I was like, yeah. oh, I wasn't expecting that's that. Pretty, that's pretty crazy. It's, I don't think it's really the spacing. Like, five people can sit in a cinema. Was it every second row? Every second row, yeah. Yeah. So, like, you, you're not going to sit next to people. Hmm. There's no, like, if you are accidentally sitting next to someone, something's gone wrong. <laughs> yeah. You were sitting in my seat. Oh, there's just, uh, it was an empty seat, so I just sat down. There's, yeah, there's 400 more seats. Please. <laughs> Sit in one of the others. Bitch, please. I thought it fine. Like, you're only allowed 20 people in the cinema. And then there was some people, when I was looking at booking it, it was just like some people in the ne- in the same row, like with one seat apart from the two people sitting next to each other. And I'm just like, you could have oh, gone anywhere. So <laughs> people are so dumb. Uh, but people go, you're in my seats. I want to sit here. Ugh. <laughs> Someone's in my seat. I went to I'm Lux. just waiting to get back to work and have people saying, oh, why is it sold out? I'm like first in line. Like, yeah, there's 20 people, man. And it's online. <laughs> and online, yes. Welcome to the digital age, old man. Yeah, it's 2020. The future is now, old man. <laughs> I am curious whether this will be like the age of like no longer being able to buy tickets at the actual ticket stand. I think it'll still hang around it's, for a while. But. yeah. It'll it'll be to wear old I'd, I'd say, yeah. Well, I don't know because you're not going to be you're not going to be able to buy any tickets at the ticket stand unless you go a couple of days in advance now. Yeah, you, they're not we're not opening the ticket box, but you've got the candy bar open. Yeah, but I don't think they're doing ticket sales. Okay, okay. Let's all go to the lobby. I don't think so. But Just anyway, tenant, don't get your hopes up, Ollie. That's all I have to say. Well, I am just going to go watch it and have to see for myself. Yeah. But I appreciate the advice. Enjoy the movie-watching experience. It's Thanks. not that I, bad. <laughs> well, I, di- I didn't get my hopes up for Fat Man, and I'm glad because that movie fucking sucked. <laughs> oh, no. Guys, it don't. I'm honestly telling you, don't even waste time. Don't, All right. don't be curious. I'm I telling won't. you, it's bad. It doesn't start. <laughs> it's an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. The good bit starts at an hour and ten minutes and goes what? for ten minutes. That's stupid. It's That's... ten minutes of good film. Does someone Nothing get killed by a reindeer? No. Oh, okay. Oh, what the hell? What's the fucking point? Are in one scene. You uh-huh. see two reindeer, and I'm pretty sure it's the same one. And it's one scene, and then they're never seen again. I just want. I just really wanted to just have as dirty to ask someone killed by a reindeer and then him to go sorry to rain on your parade. That would have been perfect. Oh yeah. Perfect. See, that's that's the kind of movie that the trailer sets up, but it's not that kind of movie at all. The trailer is better than the whole movie. Just oh, watch yeah. the trailer. Just rewatch and the trailer. Enjoy yeah. that, and you'll be fine. <laughs> Don't see Fat Man. No, I cannot stress this enough. Another disappointment in 2020. Don't watchy watchy Fat Man. Got it. <laughs> Note to self. Um. <laughs> 
ステージなのだ。You were lifting your arms up the same time as the music, so I thought you were just like stretching like that.Fucking hell.Alright, let me just get into character.Done. Alright. Welcome back to the Dishonorable News, back by popular demand. I'm Sean Cucci with this week's top stories. <laughs> Turning myself down. Oh my god. In gaming news, a small handful of people around the world are rejoicing this week as they get to play their new PlayStations and Xboxes. These new systems are capable of silky smooth frame goodness and several Ks of game prettiness. But on behalf of everyone who didn't get one, Go fuck yourself, fuzzy and dirty. <laughs> Personal tax. In TV news, Baby Yoda eats eggs. This and more in our upcoming special, David Attenborough presents Animals Do the Darndest Things. <laughs> <laughs> to movie news now, and Warner Brothers has finally conceded defeat and is releasing Wonder Woman to streaming services. Thanks, Dom. Yeah. Because nothing says wonder like sitting in your couch with a mouthful of pizza and stained PJs and watching the latest superhero flick and saying, I could totally do that. <laughs> not speaking from experience, though, moving on. And finally, to Shaken Not Nerd news, and this being episode 195, we're just five episodes from episode 200. <sighs> What's happening on episode 200, you ask? Well, we've put together these three elaborate clues to help you figure it out. Clue number one. In sync. Clue number two, the TV show The Weakest Link. And clue number three, this sound clip. Not that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound clip you wanted. That is not the sound clip. It was the best of times. It was the best of times. It was the best. It was the best. I will get it. <laughs> Forget it. It was oh the best of times, God. it was the worst of times, duty failed me again. If for some reason you can't figure this out and you need some help, just come ask me tonight over video chat. Starting at 7.30pm on OnlyFans. I got it! <laughs> oh my sweet Jesus. I've been Sean Coochie with this week's Dishonorable News. Back to you in the studio, Tom. I'm just going to stop talking. Are you going to play the sound effect for number one? The thousand typewriters. It's too late now! Number one. Never give the people what they ask for. This is what we learned. Looking at you, Matt Combs. <laughs> Personal attacks. Number one. Work on Deadpool 3 has been confirmed. Uh, Deadpool, uh, Deadpool looks to be gaining some momentum. Sources tell that uh, sources tell Deadline that Bob's Burgers veterans Wendy Melanux Melanux oh, I, I really got to start reading names before I cut the hit. Yeah, it would probably be Melanux. Melanux. Um, and Lizzie Melanux Loglin. Why didn't I not look these up? <laughs> uh, we'll write Deadpool 3. Reportedly, they went through a number of writers to see what their ideas were for the sequel, and they have so far landed on their idea. Wow. So, yes, Deadpool nice. 3 in the works under the new Disney banner. It'll be interesting to see what happens with this, whether or not they Disneyify it. <coughs> 
like whether or not they bring in other Marvel characters from the Disneyverse, mm. or whether or not it just becomes watered down Disney version. My mm. my vote's on watered down. Well, I'm wondering whether it's going to stay under Disney or stay under 20th Century. Mm, good point. Ooh. Well, you mentioned Bob's Burgers. There. Mm. Do you guys remember that that is getting a movie? Yeah. Why? Yeah. I don't know. You're asking the wrong person. Uh, I'll be honest, I, I don't get that show. I don't it, watch it. it. It has certain funniness to it, but like for the same sort of gags, you can watch Archer. It's much more like... Better. Yeah, it's just better and more sophisticated in a way, or it's like more complex. It's not just like kitty fart humour. I don't know. You get a fat chick, you and cocaine, it's pretty fart humour. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Yeah, like, good uh, point. I've watched plenty of Bob's Burgers because the only the only times that I've really watched and enjoyed it is normally when you um are incredibly hangover hungover after a mm-hmm. bender and you're sitting there and you're just like craving yeah, burgers. Yeah, I'll give this a go, and then next mm-hmm. next minute you've been on the couch for eight days and you hate your life. <laughs> How long do you hang? I meant to, I meant to say eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> eight days. Oddly specific. It's a little Freudian slip there, Tom. <laughs> Getting old. Those hangovers are lasting longer. Yeah, the two for. Maybe even the three the three day hangover. Three, you old cunt. Oh, God. <laughs> I've been drinking this month. It's hmm? been awful. Oh, how is that going for yeah, you? Yeah, I fucking hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I need- That's concerning. Yeah. You oh, should be goodness. fine for a month. It's not yeah. Oh, I, I just want to have a drink. <laughs> Kill I everyone in the room for a single drop of beer. That was, that was, I really enjoyed that picture that I sent out. Now, our chat where it's just like, I, th- I think you have a problem. I don't know what you mean, dumps Oreo and whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> that was like me with Tim Tams and beer at, uh, what was it, Australia Day last year? Ooh, Tim Tams and beer. It depends on the beer, though. I use Corona. Yeah, no. A stout oh. could work, though. Oh, a stout could work. Yeah. I stout it. Get, get uh. out. Fucking <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> hell. Well, it was being fun, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> News complete. Excellent. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Tom. That was a that was a great news. I had a lot of fun there, uh, especially in the dishonorable news. Oh, thanks. Poor No, I mean it was a pretty big week. You know? There's been a lot of things announced, like a lot of trailers, a lot of Wonder Woman news, a lot of just like streaming because things are opening up again. So it's. So, sort of starting to get back to normal. Hmm. Yeah, it feels like it here in Australia at least. Yeah, as I was telling people the other the other week, as long as the number ten piece of news isn't the box office numbers, then we know that we've actually got actually got news. Yeah. (laughs) So if you're ever listening out and you hear that, (laughs) skip the week. (laughs) Yeah, skip the week. Uh, Well, thank you very much, John. We. We'll throw out a duty now because have you been reading any comics? What you got on our recommendation list? Uh, yeah, I have been reading comics this week. Thanks to Incognito Comics, I've been reading The Last Ronin, which is uh, all the all the Ninja Turtles are dead except one, uh, and that one Ninja Turtle has every weapon of the turtle, so the Samurai Swords, the side, the bow staff, and the nunchucks, uh, and he's going after revenge for uh, the death of his brothers, uh, and it's set in a sort of a futuristic world, sort of like a Spider-Man 2099 sort of style. Um, and it's the one turtle sort of, yeah, trying to trying to take out the Shredder's grandson who has taken control of New York. Um, New York's very, like, fifth elementy flying cars, all that sort of stuff. Um, it's a really cool book. I've also been reading... Uh, Which turtle is it? Uh, I'm not going to say. It's Raphael. Sh- 
It's Raphael. We all know it's Raphael. Is the Shredder's grandson called the Greater? No. Uh, <laughs> 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 he's, on, he's on fire. I've heard Greater Janks. I'm going to pinch him. Uh, yeah, so that's been pretty cool. I read uh, tro- uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Ghostbusters crossover, which was pretty cool as well. Uh, I'm reading Batman Ninja Turtles crossover book three, which out of the three books is the weakest of them, uh, as well as... Fuck, I was reading something else. I can't remember what it was. But yeah, The Last Ronin is actually really, really good. Uh, it's quite uh, hard to get issue a copy of issue one because, of course, scalpers are cunts, um, just like all the guys selling their PlayStation 4s for $1,200 on Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, fuck you, Fuzzy. Oh, sorry, I thought I missed it. Yeah, so that, that's been pretty cool. I would say, I'd, I'd definitely say pick it up and read it. Uh, it's going to be hard to buy find an issue of issue one, a copy of issue one, uh, but perhaps just wait for the trade because I think it's only going to be about five or six issues and the trade will trade will be out um so yeah it's it's the last uh, turtle trying to take on the shredder's grandson and he's sort of got if you will force ghosty uh versions of his brothers sort of giving him advice and stuff like that of uh, what cute. to do or you've alerted someone and stuff like that so it's it's pretty cool um yeah nice yeah. being on I a turtle check high. That out. yeah yeah I was, I was gonna say like all of those suggestions were tnt related yeah yeah i'm on a t- i'm on a ninja turtles high at the moment yeah. Are you going to rewatch the series? Or watch a the, new series? The 2003. I watched the 2003 series because that's good. Like I said, apparently the one of the newer ones is pretty good as well. Oh, uh, yeah, you were saying that at, at the gym. Yeah. I, uh, I rewatched Ninja Turtles Batman, the animated movie with Mon, and she fucking loved it. <laughs> Everything with Michelangelo is hilarious. Pizza time. <laughs> <laughs> just that it's it just that stupid scene in the live action film where like he hurts himself and he gets turtle wax out I was like, that's fucking yeah. hilarious oh god that was painful I had, I'd never seen that movie before and that was fucking painful you shut your mouth uh, yeah it was uh, look, not a we're, we're allowed we're allowed to like bad movies I don't I don't allow anyone to like it and I don't like it my opinion is all that matters <laughs> So how was it? <laughs> I'm mad. I am mad. It really wasn't that bad. Mon asked if, well, I, if we wanted to go see it. I was do like, not see no. it. Not because I, it's necessarily that bad, just because Inception makes this movie look like a shitty version. Do you think Christopher Nolan turning into a Ridley Scott started good and then just slowly starts going downhill? Same with James Cameron. And potentially Quentin Tarantino. He got a little bit too complex for his own boots. Yeah. And this is the and man who yeah. made Memento that I'm saying this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I think it's because his brother's not involved in it as well. As far as I was aware. It was written and directed and produced by Nolan. Christopher Nolan. Yeah, right. So there's no one there to like... It's like George Lucas really and his wife? Maybe? Yes. <laughs> George Lucas is married? I know. I'm as surprised as you are. Yeah, oh, when you create Jar Jar, you get loads of pussy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, Can you open well, this Jar Jar for me, honey? <laughs> we have a theme. <laughs> I'm so mad. <laughs> Sorry, Ollie. Sorry, Ollie. We put it to our listeners. Uh, what should we do this week, right? Essentially, this is what we asked. Not word for word, not verbatim. but I can read we'll... verbatim. I have the message. <laughs> well, I mean, if you want to. Pick a theme, otherwise I ask the community. <laughs> no one responded, so I just went, cool, I'm asking the community. Oh, Tom responded. I responded. Did I respond? No, no one responded. T- Tom responded. He's not, wa- he's, not a, he's not a one, he's a god. He's we are one. one. 
He's but been we many. Are many. Anyway. Okay, sorry. Anyway. We come. <laughs> we share a dream. And sing with, with one voice. Keep going, please. I am. You are. We are. Australia. You done? <laughs> yep, alright. No, next chorus. Are you done? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do <laughs> we good? <laughs> Continue on. Have you had your fun? Yes. <laughs> alright. Anyway, old mate Lockie McKay chimed in and he uh, he opened an old wound. If I do say so myself. <laughs> he asked, does the movie-going experience really affect the end score of the film? He asked for our thoughts on it. Uh, and, look, let's, let's not sugarcoat it. This is about my feelings towards viewing experiences and how it affects films. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we decided to discuss it amongst us. We originally thought that maybe we would do a door court. But we have pivoted from that idea and we've done sort of sort of a mix, an amalgamation, if you will, of door court and our normal reviews. So we're going to be going around the circle. Yes, I said circle. We call it uh, dork discussions. Dork discussions. Just came up with it on the spot. You know, that's how you do an elevator pitch, Tom. <laughs> yeah. R2D2 Predator. <laughs> Better than Harvey <laughs> Weinstein. <laughs> <laughs> So how is this working, are we? Around the circle, positives and negatives, right? Like normal. And yeah. then this is where Dorcourt comes in and taps you on the butt. <laughs> we get closing statements, everybody. Closing statements. I'm going to give 30 seconds. Yep. Oh, well, you know, nice Toy little concise. running through this episode. Toy. Elevator pitch, closing statements, okay? I'll have a timer ready. But let's start with positives. Yes. Agree, dis- it's agreeing and disagreeing because it's sort of, it's a weird one because you can't really have positives and negatives to a question. But it does force but, yeah, us all to yeah. both agree and disagree with a prompt. So it'd be interesting to see what we can do. Well, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Tom, you're first. Oh, fuck. <laughs> all right, so, so we're starting off with going why the experience does yes. manipulate the score. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, so, so I think... Fundamentally, I, I'm, I'm the type of person who enjoys to actually sit down and be uninterrupted and enjoy my film, especially if I'm going to a cinema, which is why I do not have any issue with going to the cinema by myself, because it's almost like, ah, no one talks to me. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, from an actual experience there, is that you can have other factors, teenagers, if you will, in a theatre that would actually yes. impact that scenario. So the bloody youths of today, the bloody youths. Uh, so and and that does raise a certain level of frustration. So that can probably subliminally subliminally affect you and your score. Once again, also as when I actually returned to the cinema last Sunday, one of the things that I very much enjoyed and very much missed was spending a horrendous amount of money on popcorn and uh, Coca-Cola. Highway robbery. <laughs> Bank account was not happy that day. Um, and that, I, I guess that sort of adds to it. 
just the the, the crunch, the, the constant crunch of popcorn, the the rustling of packets throughout the cinema during the uh, during the credit uh, the advertisements at the start, and also the motherfuckers who don't open their stuff during the ads at the start. I hear you over there, Mister Mister Top. I hear you. That's a hundred percent me. I hundred percent wait for the movie to start, then I get started in my chock top. Yeah, because then you eat the chock top before the fucking movie starts. <laughs> yeah, I can't be trusted. Tom. <laughs> I think that so so that, that, that sort of little factors actually, I do believe can can impact. Um, and especially if you look at other things like I know there's been movies in the past that uh, um, I, I I have. Seen cam versions of that. I don't know how they got there. I didn't have anything. Was it about cam girls? What? And obviously, so I think that that that, that's an experience in itself of actually experiencing the film because when you are watching a film that is inherently dark, so a lot of the scenes are faced uh, are based at night, and essentially when you get to a night scene and you see a pixel. Um, and you the you cannot see anything that obviously does impact the experience there, um, as well as if you've got somebody next to you continually asking questions or saying things. Um, I think Sh- Siobhan has gotten the death glare from me once or twice. She's not bad at all, but occasionally we'll be in something and she'll be like, what's this? And then I just go... <laughs> <laughs> Um, because I am a, I am a movie is silent time. No talking. Do you turn your phone off? What do you put on silent? I put my phone on... Do not disturb. Uh, well, I don't... Yeah, no, I put it on silent. I don't turn it off. Actually, it it depends, because sometimes if I've had alarms or random things that I've had set on my phone recently and I don't trust it, I turn it off. Um, But my phone's never gone off in a movie theater. I'm going to go pee. Me either. It's not like you whispered that into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, well, and I guess on the phone's regard as well, if if you've got some motherfucker who doesn't understand cinema etiquette oh and sits God. there constantly pulling out their phone on full brightness, and I don't yeah. understand. See, that bothers me more than like most other things is like if I see a bright light in the corner of my eyes from someone pulling their phone out and but it's it's not even that bad if somebody has their screen on like auto brightness because when mm-hmm. they pull it out it goes super like dull. the it's dull or yeah. dim yeah but some people just seem to have their phones on full brightness all the time. All they the take time. they take it out in the cinema it's like ah it's a fucking flashlight my, my retina <laughs> I don't understand people who don't have auto brightness on. Like, again, like our conversation before about people buying tickets in person. It's 2020. I don't think I have auto brightness on. I just leave it pretty much in the middle there. I don't have it on this this brightness. My phone defaults back. Like, I can adjust it. Mine's like smack bang in the middle. Yeah, I can adjust it at the time. um, But then when I lock it and if I open it back up again, then it just readjusts itself to auto. Hmm. Uh, well, interesting. Tell when you walk out after this, and you walk out into the sunlight, it'll it may adjust. You can see. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I think that's a good starting point. Yeah. Mm. Well, excellent. Thank you, Tom. I'm gonna throw it over to Duty next. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Hey. Hey, hey you actually in. just walked back hey. in. Duty, uh, you're up. 
I don't want to put him on the spot. Right. No, no. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll oh, we're doing Ian. We're doing Ian. Yeah, we'll, we'll do Ian. Let's let's right. do Ian. Okay. All right. Let's do this. Play the ponies again. Oh, okay. Yeah. Robert, <laughs> don't my actually. Pony. No, no, can't ask for it. Alright, so basically, <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> that is correct. I think if I if I really think about it from a viewer's this movie's putting me off. <laughs> I can't do this and have an erection at the same time. What's it All like? my blood is rushing out of my brain. <laughs> Alright, so it has to affect it to a certain degree. I think, um, like you, Tom, I think it supplementing will affect and it also depends in my opinion on the movie that you're watching if you're watching a movie where uh it doesn't require a whole lot of analysis or concentration um i think that is going to affect it differently to for instance when we're talking about something like tenet where you have to concentrate the entire time to really pick up all the little details because that's the kind of movie that it is something like that if you are distracted for even a toilet break can just completely derail your opinion of the film you could miss a very key little section and it will no longer make any sense um and so things like that also come into it i think as well um it's difficult because as a professional reviewer you have to take these things into account um i think you have to try and block these things out as well and it's just a matter of whether or not you can fully block them out. And to what point are we saying that um, a small detail impacts the score and do you buffer for that as well? So I think it does affect it, but whether or not it actually affects the score as opposed to it just affecting you as the viewer is the question. So there's my, uh, there's my analysis. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> Diddy. Um, <laughs> look, does actually going to the movies change my score? Not real. Oh, this is meant to be a positives. What? Why, Diddy? Oh, positives. Um, well, it's good that uh, going to the movies because if I'm be- if I'm actually at the movies and not sitting on a couch, Mon doesn't talk to me, which is great. Uh, because she'll go, who's this? What do they do? Where are they from? Have you seen my phone? Look at this meme. She doesn't do that in the movies. <laughs> she also knows not to do that in a Star Wars film. In a Star Wars film, she knows to say, enjoy, before it says, a long time ago, Galaxy Quest <laughs> My Way. She, she tried saying, like, are you excited? But it said, in a long time ago, and I just went, shut up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she, like, booked Gold Class. It was, like, episode seven, opening night. She's like, are you excited? Shh, shh, shh. Wow. We went to a rogue- complete silence. <laughs> we went to a Rogue One the next year and uh, we'll sit next to a friend and previous guest of the show, Zoe, and Grand Moff Tarkin's on screen. She's like, it's Grand Moff, it's Grand Moff gone. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, I, I like that in, in regards to in being in a cinema, it is you're sitting and you're watching. You're not playing with your phone. Or you shouldn't be playing with your phone. Um, there have been times where I've been tempted to. Um, but it's, it's the sort of you're here to sit and watch. Like, you have no other thing in here or around here that should distract you unless it's a bunch of cunts talking. Enjoy the disconnect. Yeah. Yes. That's what a cinema provides. I think it is nice, right, to be able to ignore your phone for an hour and a half. Which is why you don't leave that motherfucker on vibrate. Because there have been too many times I've been in cinemas... And our chat is actually a very bad culprit of it. Yeah, <laughs> where you guys decide to, I muted. Where you guys decide to have the biggest chat of all time, and I'm just sitting there in the cinema going, bzz, 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 bzz. <laughs> it's like, 
Shut up! What are you getting yourself <laughs> off for that? Turn off vibration for notification. No, I do now. <laughs> I just have it muted I'm... and hidden. So then I just have to type nerd and then, then I check it every now and then. Well, I'm glad to see that... Uh... He really listens to us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just fucking memes and shit talking half the time. You don't like my memes? <laughs> <laughs> is, is that not life? <laughs> yeah, true. Oh, yeah, true. Um, yeah, so I, I think the cinemas have a time and place and use for certain things. Like, I think when it comes to Avengers Endgame, seeing fucking Captain America holding Molnir, like getting the audience reaction and, and seeing that, great. There are some instances where the movie-going experience is worse off for the film um and i will get into that later on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oliver yeah so we all know my thoughts on this <laughs> i'm a big believer in the fact that if you're watching a movie and you can disconnect that's great the movie you know feels better you're more engaged you're more engrossed if it's yeah. an engaged or engrossing movie but if there is someone next to you like we've all agreed just like Macking on if they can't fuck at their house because their parents are there, you know. Macking on. I have told you... you not to tell people about that. <laughs> <laughs> have you caught people doing that? You do work in a movie theater. Uh, yeah, and I've this. Okay, this started with Sonic, right? Our reviews for Sonic. Oh uh, yeah, I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I had teenagers next to us just making out the whole fucking time, like literally from the first minute. All right, all Foggy. through ninety-three minutes of that film. <laughs> And then I said, well, my viewing experience was was impacted by this. And then I got shit on. But we're all agreeing. I mean, it is the positives and we sort of have to. Yeah, agree. I have to agree with it. <laughs> Notice that I said could. Yes. Subliminally. <laughs> uh, there was nothing subliminal about a leg being, like, kicked by people not knowing that their limbs are flailing about. What? Assholes. I mean, they weren't. They were just, you know, hooking up and stuff. They weren't having sex or anything um, that I would actually find distracting enough to look away. <laughs> but mind you, was the making it more entertaining than the movie? Yes. See. <laughs> Ollie, having worked the at a cinema, is... have you ever caught anyone doing more than like making out? Oh yeah, for sure. People hang around after the after the um, credits end and think that no one's coming in. What? What the yeah. fuck? That's the worst time. That's when the house lights turn on. Yeah, (laughs) it's on. There's a movie coming after. Like, there's going to be someone coming. Why do you decide now is the right time to give your boyfriend head? It's just not not right. Please. Have you caught anybody through the popcorn box? (laughs) No. The eldest trick in the box. This guy's taking a pizza in with him. (laughs) After school special, Tom. No after school special. Um, but look, I'm I'm a big believer in the fact that it does because you want to disconnect. Like when you can't disconnect, the movie suffers for it. It does. Does it though? Well, for me, for for me yeah. anyway, it does. We'll see. It does. It does. Mm-hmm. End, end of statement. <laughs> end of statement. All right. Well, now we can sort of go around the circle, and you can all tell me why I'm wrong. <laughs> for me. The items that I would rate a actual film on, um, whether that's uh, so, and, and for this sake, I did say cams before, but let's exclude them. Let's just talk about in a cinema or with people annoying you or at home with somebody talking to you constantly or whatever sort of thing. A lot of the things that I rate a story on, I don't think are impacted by that, and I try to actually be impartial 
for that experience. As I say, it probably does have a small impact, but I just specifically try and not weigh that in. Because if I'm looking mm. at costuming, if I'm looking at music, if I'm looking at script, if I'm looking at characterization, story arc, you name it, cinematography, all these sort of things, I don't think any of those are impacted by the experience of around you. And maybe if you take Ian's example, the going for a piss during a film like Tenant, um, I think that might because you may get a little bit lost, but that's the point in time where I would then go and Google what I missed so that I could fully understand and get a comprehensive sort of list there. And that's what I've done with some films as well. If I don't fully understand the ending, you know, I have a little Google or a little read or you have a conversation with other people. Um, so that, that that's why I don't think that if it does have an impact, to me it doesn't have a big one. And if it does, I try and offset that by scoring it probably a little bit more favourably. Yeah. Okay. This has my opinion on it. Mm. 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 So, you, mm. so you, you compensate for the difference? Well, I guess because the original question was whether the movie-going experience should impact the score. And I believe no. It shouldn't, because you should accommodate for it. It says, does it, not should. Oh, does it? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I will address that in my closing remarks. (laughs) (laughs) All right. right. Ian? I think it is a disservice to the people who have made the film to... Uh, factor in something that they have had no um, ability to control into the score of the film. A person has made a film, you can only review it on the basis of the film, so Mm. it's your job as a reviewer to exclude anything that they can't um, have an impact on. What if it's a really bad film and you need an external source to make the viewing-going experience more enjoyable? Uh, well, then you already ha- know what the movie is. You already <laughs> the quality of the movie is what it is. So you can't put the movie up because you've had you've done something to make it more enjoyable. So not that I got it caught by head with Ollie. Yeah, if yeah. I was getting a fucking <laughs> blowjob while I was watching a terrible movie, I'm not going to give the movie a better score because I was getting a blowjob because the movie didn't give me the blowjob. Yeah, in fact, you'd give it a worse score because he was distracted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you went to the bathroom and doing ten. No, I think yeah. If they, if the person who's made the film or the company that made the film isn't able to control those factors, it's not their fault. So it's our job as reviewers to do all that we can to make sure that our score isn't impacted by these outside sources. Mm. Um, so I think. Even if we are being distracted by something, we have to make sure that we are giving the film our full attentiveness and making sure that the scores that we're giving it for those categories, um, which one of which is and should not be your viewing experience, in my opinion, it should be the thing that is actually put up there on the screen. Mm. And that's what it's being scored against. Mm. End of remark. (laughs) I think it's more to do with the ability of the film to keep you engaged as opposed to what's happening around you. Exactly. Yeah, and if it can't keep you engaged because something's happening around you, then that tells you what the film is. But, yeah, see, I'm I'm more on the line of 
the movie going experience does affect the scores in some way and probably the the case in point is horror films uh if you're watching why didn't you say this when we talk positives no but if if, if you're watching if, if you're <laughs> he watching didn't think of it yet <laughs> um but if you're watching a fucking i don't know scream five or whatever it might be and there's a scary scene or something like that that goes on and you're going okay cool i'm not enjoying the film so far but is the audience reacting to jump scares to this to that to whatever and there is a jump scare or, or uh, case in point when i went and saw the most recent chucky film or whatever the fuck it was called child's play um like he jumps out and no one batted a fucking eye and like i went with mrs Udi and she didn't give a fuck for it so it's like okay cool not only is it not a great film but it's like it's not achieving what it is for me personally but it's also not achieving anything for anyone in this but also cinema. you're not reviewing it for those other people the review is by yourself so you can't review it on what you think someone else's enjoyment of the movie was but i think it needs to be mentioned at least that's like well not only did i not respond to the but you're the yet. critical analysis that's actually um I, I I will say you do raise a valid point there, so sort of with the jump scare and Chucky, it's because if you if you take for instance um, when I saw the Last Jedi, so two two viewings of it when the uh, ship uses hyperdrive, um, oh, hyperdrive goes yeah it goes hyperdrive through the um, star destroyer, two separate cinemas, two different reactions. One the entire cinema went, <gasps> the other one the entire cinema did nothing. As an order. As an audience member, the <gasps> I did get more of a reaction to that scene mm, than yeah. I would have had I not had the entire cinema there. Yeah. So now I don't know where I stand on this. Yeah. But also, if the movie, I, I can't, I can't take Ian's dog into the movies. Like that fucking sucks. Like in instances, <laughs> and I've, I've brought it up multiple times. The movie is bad, but it was a good viewing experience because I had Ian's dog to entertain me. Like that's. Like, you know, if the movie's bad, yes, you can do what Fuzzy did with the Point Break remake and just get up and leave. Um, but you wouldn't give it an extra point because you had Pippa there to play with. Yeah, I would, depending on the film. There we go. <laughs> Probably think I, I have. I feel like it's becoming more and more apparent that I was right. No, 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 no. The duty agrees with you is what's becoming apparent. No, no, no. The question is, yeah. as, as you said before... Tom doesn't know where he stands. You, you, no, but you reiterate it, and he said... Um, does the movie going experience really affect the mm. end score? And I think I'll get to it, but I'll say probably yes. Should it be a separate voting c- uh, criteria like what happened on that episode? I think Ian alluded to it. No. <laughs> we'll see what happens in my closing remarks. <laughs> All right. Do uh, is that? Uh, do you have any more to add to positives? Not really. No. Okay. So I don't exactly have negatives because I agree with it. I don't. <laughs> I don't see... What a fucking shit debater. No. Well, it's not a debate. We're having a discussion. It's positives and negatives. Look, we all know my thoughts. Once again, this is purely based on on the sonic debacle, the incident, if you will. The incident. Hang on. Sorry, now continue. Okay. What, I was gonna what? say, how, how was this? Like, for, you said, like the incident. That that's that's what's you know that's a. Uh, uh, key reference point i'm like these people were making out you've caught people having giving a blow jobbing um <laughs> but it, like the incident is making out i didn't i wasn't in the movie with them yeah true this has nothing to do with me reviewing a movie i didn't see no, I'm, not review the review. I'm not gonna review her <laughs> technique review the blowjob. 10 10. God. would watch again <laughs> 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 the audience reaction just wasn't there. <laughs> I ha- I Bit a of a tongue-in-cheek reference for you. <laughs> if, I, if I hadn't brought up the fact that I was reviewing it 
and giving two separate scores based on this, how would I have done it? So if I had just given it the lower score and not told you why, would that have been okay? Yeah, because sometimes people just don't enjoy movies. But yeah, but then like in my mind, I'm reviewing it and changing the score based on my viewing experience. I'm just not telling you that that's what happened. Yeah, but that's, that's also, that's, that's fine. Like Tenant, oh, not Tenant, I'm fucking Inception. What do you think? Oh, it just wasn't for me. Like, cool. All right, like, that's it. But like, you, you, uh, yeah, but my argument is that, you know, you're being distracted by that for sure, mm-hmm. but it's your job as the critical analysis to watch the film and review what's happening up there on mm. the film, I, not, not, by, paid. not by what's annoying you. Is it's not job? about being paid, paid or not. We're it's talking about, about whether it should affect the score or not. No, whether it does. It, well, it shouldn't. Not, whether it does or doesn't, it's whether or not it should because you're the well, critical the analysis. Question. What a what? shit beta. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have a quick question before we go into closing statements. How am I meant to review a film on score, story, visuals mm. if I'm being kicked in the leg? Be a professional. That, that, Be that a professional. Kick them back. Away, and I miss parts of the movie. That, that, that's the that's, movie that I don't see. That's when you just turn to them and go, can you fucking stop? <laughs> like, well, for, for me, it's like... That's impacting my viewing experience. No, it's not. It's literally in miss, 15 minutes that they're making it continuously or you're going, hey, can't fucking stop it. Like, they'll, they'll stop. <laughs> it's like, you're never going to see him again. You're never going to hear from him again. If they complain to the manager, you tell them you are the manager. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, well, Karen. Hindsight. <laughs> Hindsight's a bitch, ain't it? <laughs> yeah, but it's just like, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree with Ian. Like, you're there to, to review and watch a thing. If someone is impacting that, you tell them to stop. Okay. But I was giving it the low score. What do you mean you're giving it the low score? I, I gave I gave it a shit score no matter what. I gave mm. it no, I thought you shit. gave it a decent score. You were, weren't you one of the only ones that liked Sonic? He loved Sonic. Yeah. What? You kept saying you wanted the sequel. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you loved it. You were like, fuck yeah, Sonic all over my face. All right, closing statement. <laughs> 30 seconds on the clock, starting now. All right, so does the movie going experience really affect the end score of the film? My answer to this is yes, but as has been tabled along the table, I don't believe it should. I think you have the responsibility to offset any negatives that are done as part of the experience and I think that through actually watching them and experiencing them and rating off certain criteria you should be able to put together a score that ignores that quack quack (laughs) is that your timer? it is a a duck my my timer is a duck that's fantastic Uh, alright so Tom thank you for your closing statements well done Tom Closing statements, 30 seconds, starting now. Okay, it is your job as a professional reviewer to view what the product is, and that is for a film or any other thing if you're critically reviewing it. I'm not reviewing a phone because I'm holding it weird because it doesn't fit in my hand. It's what would fit in the masses' hands. Same with the film. Your job is to critically review what is up on the screen and disregard anything that might impact that score. You're a professional. Be a professional. The end. Hmm. Oh, wow, three seconds left. Anything you want to say? Dick, butt, poop, jump. Ah, oh, quack, quack. Titties. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ian. Uh, uh, I, yes, I wish I had more time to rebut all of this, but, you know, that's what closing statements are. Anyway, duty, 30 seconds on the clock, starting now. 
yes, uh, I agree with Ian, uh, but also adding in that certain films need to have audience uh, interaction to potentially sway case in point horror movies uh so essentially i agree with with ian with adding my own thing and also i'm not wearing a tie at all <laughs> what <laughs> 10 seconds duty <laughs> anything you want to add no uh, titties but holes <laughs> liquid hot uh, six seconds left as of this all moment, right thanks thanks no quack, quack. done <laughs> say hello to miguel sanchez <laughs> all right i will be starting my own 30 seconds right now I believe that you all are wrong because the the lies that you are perpetrating. We are not professionals, first of all. We don't. We shouldn't buffer our scores based on anything to lie to our viewers, our listeners, our readers. We are. If we're professional, we should be telling the truth. And readers? the truth is, it impacts. It impacts the score. So review it how you want to review it. We're all people, and we all can have opinions. And I am also not wearing a tie. <laughs> Quack, quack, that's done. 30 seconds over. Do it, guys. Oh, yeah. We, we do have I really do want to rebut as well. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's all around, about. guys, I think. Let's rebut in the comments of this episode when it airs. Listeners, if you like it, if you want, if you have an opinion that you think you agree with me, if you think that I'm wrong, which, I mean, a lot of people do. But you know what? No, because a lot of you <laughs> sided with me. And then said, no, but also should. But the question isn't should. The question is does. And you all said yes at least once. I'm going to say, like, I think resounding to the actual question that was asked. Yes. Everybody uh-huh. sort of said yes. I didn't. You're all wrong. Well, you did. Uh, nah. You well, did. We've got, we've got, <laughs> nah. <laughs> we've got comments. We've got Mitch saying, uh, only if you're discussing and scoring the movie experience itself. If you're scoring the movie itself, a disruptive viewing experience skews the score and should be invalid, requiring a subsequent watch to ensure an accurate scoring. So that's sort of yes and no. Like to Ian's point, you yeah. are there to to watch the film and critique the film. If you're having a, See, if what, a, a yeah. poor viewing experience, watch it again. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Which, it, but, but it might impact we, your we, viewing, we but it shouldn't impact your score because you're, you need to rewatch it then. Yeah. Uh, so we see a movie on a Saturday and review it on a Sunday. I'm not going to watch a movie twice in one day. No, we're not going to. Well, then you're not a professional reviewer. Then. <laughs> <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is get good. <laughs> Uh, Siobhan's come back saying horror films are better in brackets scarier at home Um, because Tom's normally there wow (laughs) gotcha Uh, creepy Shelley says for me it does not uh, but it's because our movie theatre and we only have one that's open sucks and it's always been a really shitty movie going experience so I finally started watching everything at home I assume that's home except for a select few movies that must be seen on the big screen but I'm also fine with Wonder Woman because we are buying a 85 TV anyways, 85 inch TV, and we have excellent surround sound. She's just... This is just a humble brag. <laughs> a humble brag. I want an 85 inch TV. That's a big TV. I Fuck think if hell. I had a movie theatre option, I'd feel differently. Um, <laughs> she does. <laughs> but she is are, the cinema. <laughs> but there are only so many times you could be pelted by drunk marines throwing popcorn at each other across the theatre before you just say, Fuck it. <laughs> wow. Our local cinema was shit, so we built our own. <laughs> uh, and of course, uh, I, yeah. I have a comment here from Mitch McNaughton, and I think this really sums up the whole argument. Uh, I have nothing but love and respect for Ollie. He is my favorite streamer, after all. <laughs> Mitch, I, I completely agree. 
I well, more. funny you say uh, that because I also have a like... comment here that was on my OnlyFans, which is from Slumcum96. Slumcum. Who says, fuck Ian, dem titties, dem titties, I love your titties. I said that privately. So... <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? They also didn't like background music, so. <laughs> Ride that pony. <laughs> um, Thank you so much for listening. Oh, I thought you were going to get it. We got more. Uh, Lachlan says, while talking using mobile phones or general douchebaggery during a movie is deemed a criminal offense. I do think it's unfair on hundreds of people who worked on the film getting their work marked down because a couple of 12-year-olds were too being too rowdy in the back row while getting their horn on. Is that a euphemism for blowjob? Horn on? Yes. Yeah, well, if you want to know anything else about horn. it, hit me up on my OnlyFans. <laughs> Ian truly gives you the horn. I'll give you the horn. <laughs> Where you get comments like that from cum dog millionaire. <laughs> cum dog, dog millionaire. millionaire. <laughs> Don't at me. <laughs> Don't at me. <laughs> Oh my god, guys! I actually, for for what I was worried would be just a complete shit show of an episode, I had a lot of fun. <laughs> what faith you have! <laughs> I got the wrong sounds well, on Ian's when, honorable mentions. <laughs> I know. When, when I join the Discord, nah. or when Duty joins the Discord, and all I hear is, "So how are we doing this one?" And then, "Oh no, it's up to Ollie. He's part of the that was the bus. <laughs> Good work, all around, guys. Yes, well, well done. done. Well. Alright guys, Duty, cue that outro music. Alright, uh, I'm gonna go with this one for my outro music. I Ooh. am you. <laughs> <laughs> Take us away, Ollie. Uh, thank you so much for listening, everybody. We know you have a choice in listening to pop culture podcasts, and you clearly picked the one with nerd in the title. If you did enjoy the show, feel free to leave a review on the podcasting app of your choice, and we'll be sure to read them out on the next episode. If you know someone you might enjoy the show, tell them about Shaken Not Nerd, and then you can find us on all the social media channels on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Shaken Not Nerd. I have been Ollie. Glad to be back, and it does impact the viewing experience. It does impact the scores. I've been in a huge foot long, always winning the debates, one hand job at a time. Hey, you freaking ticket, yeah, yeah. I've been Tom. And I think you'll find I've had the best door court score. Thank you very much. <laughs> and I've been Duty. Here's the background music. Saladas, 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 saladas. Cha 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 cha.